And welcome to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit around and watch and talk about Digimon who fight each other and there's a vampire and he's awesome and stuff. Uh, so this week... I'd, I'd give you crap for kind of stumbling over that, but it's been a while. I'll it's been quite a while. Yeah. So uh, I'm Tyler, and this week we have Jules. Oh god, I just realized I haven't packed it all for this Hong Kong trip I'm leaving tomorrow morning. <laughs> Excellent. We have Joel. Okay, so- um, okay, so we're going to have to edit out a lot of background noise of, like, clothes being folded and, like, shoved into bags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we have a special guest from friend slash rival podcast, The Moncast. We have Stevie, who's hello probably asleep. He just responded. Not quite yet. <laughs> so I don't think he's asleep yet. <laughs> he's sleep talking. <laughs> <laughs> This is all just a dream. Yep. Or maybe a nightmare. No, no, maybe, yes. Definitely. It's, it's who, among us who among us hasn't recorded at least one podcast while asleep? Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact that's me. You don't sleep first? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been a month since we last recorded, because I ran off into the woods and fought skeletons for a week. You could, Wait, okay. You got mugged by a skeleton. Don't try and gloss over that. No, I didn't get mugged by a skeleton. I was mugging people, and the skeleton took my sword away. So, but that is a mugging. No, well, that's no a because re- well, I mean, not skeleton... reverse mugging. He was the bad guy, and the skeleton was protecting people. Yeah, exactly. The skeleton was kind of like chief of police. Also, you shot a monk, and not like yes, I shot a monk. Not like a D and D fighter monk, but like a monk, like an aesthetic monk with like robes and a book. Yes. He had money, and I wanted it. See, like, we told aren't, you to aren't, shoot... Aren't there like, sects of monks that are pacifists? Um, maybe. But, like... I don't we, know, I shot him before he wants to go after. Because <laughs> we, you were talking about this in the Slack channel as it was happening, and we told you, do you have a gun? And you said, yes, so shoot the fucking skeleton. And then you came back and said, I shot a monk. So I was on my way to the town <laughs> to shoot the skeleton, and then there was a monk, and I said, I'm going to rob this monk. So I did. Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> So anyway, Digimon, yeah? Yeah, that's what this podcast is So wait, is the monster is in about. Moncast just you? Yes. <laughs> so in that month since we last recorded, a lot of stuff happened. Try 3 came out. That was a thing. I think I only Stevie and I have seen it. I mean... Uh, are we going to have to talk about it and no one else? I mean, just mention it. It was very sad. <laughs> Batman is my favorite, so yep. It just made me really sad. Oh no! And I'm <laughs> worried. If you thought Gomamon crying was bad, this is like ten times worse. Oh Jesus Christ! And we love like a million times. 
God, we love Gum. I'm not going to lie, I am also on the hunt for Digimon merchandise in Hong Kong. Yes. Also, at should Mon always Game be out. on the hunt. Sorry, what was that? Should always be on the hunt for Digimon merchandise. Oh, I am. Just everywhere in general. <laughs> you I, know was, those I was are... looking on eBay for a bootleg Gomamon plush, and I could only find <laughs> ugly ones. I mean, well, I mean because you said they're bootleg. bootlegs. <laughs> yeah. Because well, they don't make real ones. Yet. So what you're saying is there's a gap in the market. <laughs> so what you're saying well, is I should get my mom to knit some. Oh god. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know those um we talked about it off the air uh like oh, I think a week or two ago, we saw those little Digimon like trinkets you get with like that comes in the bus. Yeah. Oh yes. I did see the cardboard like little um holder for that at my local hobby store, but they were all sold out. So, I've been keeping an eye on that for a while now. And so, if anyone hasn't it. seen that, it's like a, a little cardboard uh, trolley car, like the one they go in at the end of the show, and it's just filled with plushes of each of the Digimon, and it's adorable, but it's also like $150. Which, so, for what, 10 plushes? That's a pretty good deal. But I, know, I think but... the one I saw is actually a smaller version where the, they're like keychains. Uh, yeah, they probably make those. The keychains yeah. are a thing. Which would be some other easy stuff, to send like, to you, know, you and Joel through mail. If I we said, that. yeah, we said a while back that uh, it was announced that the UK was getting a Blu-ray of Tri Part One uh, in December. That got delayed <laughs> to March. Oh, okay. Um, and the reason that got delayed, it came out, was because they are contractually obligated to release the UK version after the US release. Okay, that, that tracks. That makes sense. That so there's fair. no US release been announced, but it is going to happen between December and March. Because that's the only time it fits. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think they might be trying to put the dub into the UK release. Yes, they are. Which they said it's going to have before, um, yeah. dual audio, so you can pick between Japanese or English, which is really, really neat. <laughs> yeah, there's really no reason not to do that in this day and age. And the other there's thing no reason is not to do the, that uh... 20 years ago when DVDs were invented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the poster for Tri 4 came out. So every Tri movie has had a poster featuring, like, a member of the team at mega level fighting something. Uh, this one's out, and obviously it features a mega level. This time it's Phoenix Mon or Huomon, however you pronounce the Japanese version. Um, she is fighting Machine Dramon. Huh. Who is very much dead. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ryomon well, dies twice before breakfast. Come on. That doesn't mean much. Point. Suppose. But, I mean, also, also spoilers where... for Try Three, but that could happen, I guess. That's not a spoiler. That Leomon dies. That you just kind of expect that. I mean, yeah. That's like that's like seeing Sean Bean in a movie. A it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh god! If there's ever a live happen. action Digimon, they have to cast Sean Bean as Leomon. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh my god, that would be brilliant. It's already <laughs> happened. God. Really I would. I just. I if the cruel side of me wants to make a super cut of the amount of times Leomon has fucking died. Oh, it already exists. It goes for like ten minutes. Oh, amazing! Fantastic! I don't yeah. have to put in work. <laughs> <laughs> the digital moncast motto. Woo! 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the only other thing is that with the will, the amazing fan site that gives us all the information so I don't have to look it up. Um, they got their hands on the style guide for Digimon early season two, just like merchandise licensing stuff. So this is what they would send out to people yeah. making licensed merch to make it properly Digimon. Mm-hmm. And they've been slowly putting out images from that, and it's bizarre. I style guides in general are bizarre because they it's, expect it just, like yeah, licensing. It comes across as like explaining to a parent what the kids are into. Yeah, pretty much. It's so weird. Because when you start to like, it's one thing to explain what something is. It's another to explain it in a way that you're telling someone, here's how you're supposed to sell it to the audience. Yes. It's like, that's, oh god, like, yeah, style guides, I imagine, are just messed up in a lot of ways. It's a, really, if you like to preserve the magic of, like, media and, like, have some degree of, I guess, suspension of disbelief or whatever function it is that lets you kind of lose yourself in the narrative, don't read a style guide because that will completely ruin it forever. Yeah, it boils it down to the most bare-bones components of, this is why this thing appeals to you and sells. There's some weird stuff in it, though. Like, you mentioned that there's a part that talks about how uh, TK's name is just never to be mentioned. <laughs> what, like TK knows devil? what he did. Like, I don't know why, but it's just this, you know, you can't put TK's name on it. I guess it's because just his weird... Japanese name, it doesn't come well, up as TK. See, they they made it like a passcode thing, so if you say his name, he knows where you are. Oh, and the only way to get rid of him is to say his name backwards? Well, to trick him into saying it, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do we want to get is to the Beetlejuice? I mean, there's sort of a combination um, of Beetlejuice, uh, Voldemort, and Mr. Mitzikplik. Oh, God, you brought onto this show, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what I was going for the whole time. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, you have to trick me into saying my name backwards to banish it, and that's never going to happen. No, just not I possible. I don't even know how to say Hello. my name backwards. Do we want to jump into this episode? Yeah, I guess why not. Go right in. So this is episode twenty-seven, uh, the gateway to home. We are halfway through this season. Oh god, Whoa. it's been like ten months. <laughs> Living on a digi prayer. Uh, the Japanese title is uh, Vamdemon, the Castle of Darkness. That sounds like a Castlevania game. Yeah. Uh, and my personal favorite is the DVD box set title. Oh, yeah, yes. that's usually the best. Myotismon's Magic Castle. <laughs> yes! <laughs> also oh, accurate. Yes. Yeah. Because this castle is just completely fucked, as we'll learn. No one wants to go on Myotismon's magic carpet ride, let me tell you that right now. I mean, some people... I think there's a lot of people who want to go on Myotismon's magic carpet ride. Alright, well now I've got my question to send out to folks on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, they're supposed to ask us questions, right? (laughs) Please! We're we're revolutionizing the podcasting industry. When have we ever played by the rules here? That's a good point. So, Ty runs the recap this time. Uh, and we also get a repeat of, like, the needle being pulled out of Beomon, because we desperately needed to see that again. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate needles so much. 
We open on uh, Joe and Ty at a creek with Gomamon just swimming around because, of course, he is. Yeah, I mean, they've he's spent so much time in desert, he'll take whatever water he can get because he never knows when he'll have another chance. Uh, they're picking up water in these plastic bags that Joe apparently stole from the restaurant. Like, that's the weirdest thing to sell, that's not sell, steal from a restaurant. Like, don't I don't know, I mean, like it makes a sack sense of potatoes. Why guess... plastic bags? Because plastic bags have a lot of use when you're, like, out in the wilderness. That's fair, but I guess it's also the case just, like, the fact that Joe stole them. Yeah. He probably like, did it by accident. He probably just had them in his pocket when they yeah, ran away. Like, I imagine Matt stealing them. But See, yeah, Joe... Matt, Matt would have stolen a couple of tumblers or something, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So Mimi's like, oh, now that my oldest one's chasing us, we're going to have to run away. I hope we never have to see him again. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> since, when, since when has that ever been how this works, Mimi? Mm-hmm. Only that. It's like, not only do you have to deal with him, but you're going to have to deal with him like three more times. Because he's kind of just behind everything. <laughs> uh, Izzy calls everyone over. It's like, come gather around. Jedi's here. And understandably, everyone is not excited. The best thing is, I love Joe's reaction so much. He's just under his breath going, You better find a way to get us out of here. <laughs> he's not, because he's Jedi. Yeah. And he's fucking I believe, useless. I believe you mean Genai. Ugh. Let's get Ugh. this, let's follow the style guide here, guys. <laughs> I'm disgusted by that pronunciation. I can't believe that they did that. That's so weird. I'm really so curious. I'm really, like, does does he come up at all in part two? Like, does his name get uttered at all? Part two, uh, no. Yeah, like part two's basically a hot part three. Episode. Yes, but I don't think they say his name. God damn it! Because I want to know if they they're consistent across episodes. <laughs> it's Digimon. Yeah. No, of course they're fucking yeah, not. They're never consistent. Digimon. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, it, oh my god, or oh my god. No, don't eat this! <laughs> yes. Stop! Yes. Tyler, save us with Digimon. Digimon, god damn it. Well, I, I would, but it's a Jedi scene, so it's just horrible. Oh no, this is fucking between the devil and the <laughs> so deep Jedi's sea. Jedi's just standing there in this dumb hologram. <laughs> and he's like, I've got good news and bad news. And it's like, oh yeah, what's the good news? Well, there's going to be another child that will join you that's also Digidestined. So and the eight of you need to work together. And luckily, they're also in Japan. So, you know, you can speak mm. each other's language. So, Jenna gave them the choice of whether they wanted the good news or the bad news first, and Joe asked for the bad news first, because that makes him nervous. And, and he's Joe. Matt, he's very Matt just replied, he's a basket case anyways. Let's start with the good news. Fucking <laughs> ableist of you, Matt. Jesus Christ. So TK's like, man, I wish they're my size. She is. Mimi goes, <laughs> I assume it's a she. She is. Ty assumes it's a he, which she isn't. Well, no, no. Ty, Ty says, uh, you know, he says he, she, or his, her. Yeah, yeah. Ty, Ty correctly doesn't make assumptions here. Yeah. Which he also asks Jedi what their name is, and mm -hmm. Jedi just goes, uh, yeah, I forgot. Because Jedi's fucking useless. Yeah, literally in my notes it says, Jedi forgot because he's fucking useless. So, 
I'm, I'm as I'm watching along, I have the subtitles enabled, and I just noticed they're using a different font for Jedi's voice. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if it's because it's like a digital voice that's not specifically connected to a character on screen or what, but like everything else is like all caps except for the random cases where they hit the caps lock key in the middle of a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) But his stuff's all lowercase and like, Mm. I don't know. It's like all squiggly. All right. So weird. That's how reliable he is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even yeah, his even, even his sub- yeah, even his subtitles are uh, inconsistent, not trustworthy. I'm surprised we didn't get another just like, oh no, my signal's giving out. Goodbye, because that's what he's done every other time he's shown up. But he tells the kids that he does know the eighth digidescent is in Japan, and he says the bad news is that my Mon also knows she's in Japan and is planning to go there himself, which. If he'd given the bad news first, it wouldn't have made any fucking sense. Which is kind of why I'm surprised he didn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that would have fit his M.O. He says, uh, if my oldest mon reaches uh, the eighth child first, both worlds are doomed. And Ty goes, doomed? We need some spies on the inside. So do you think... Hercules Mulligan up in here. How... (laughs) How do you think Jedi and Maudusman both got this information? You think they're subscribed to the same like mailing list or something? Like announcement coming soon. Eight digidestined child. <laughs> exactly. I assume that Jedi operates kind of like multiple man, where he just splits himself off into multiple Jedi's, and well, then I mean, they we just know die. For a fact he does this. Yeah, he can't yeah, do that. But yeah. he sends them in as spies, and then they just get found out and killed. But he doesn't care because he's Jedi. He's horrible. Yeah. Jenna cares about nothing. Jenna is a nihilist, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, they cut to Myotismon's castle, where there's a group of just random Digimon, mostly Numamon and Vegemon. Yeah, yeah those, these are the scrub tier of Digimon right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And they're all standing in they're front of... all the of... Digimon you wouldn't want. Yeah, yeah. basically. Demi-Devimon says as much. Demi-Devimon. Yeah. Because Demi Devamon's there, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to whip you into shape with this dude. And it's Nanimon, who is horrifying. This, okay. It, I blocked him out of my brain from, a ch- just, from childhood. He is a giant head with legs and arms. He's so, kind of like Modok, if Modok had actual limbs worth but, using. So imagine, if you will, when they try and anthropomorphize he's, he's a Pac-Man. Modok. Yeah. So imagine, like, Modok. But imagine, like, anthropomorphized Pac-Man, you know, when they give him arms and, like, hands and feet and yep. legs. But then imagine that flesh-colored, super swole, and he's also got, like, a mohawk beard and opaque black sunglasses. And he talks like Macho Man Randy Savage. But not in a fun way. No, not in, like, a full-on buy-into-it way, just yeah. that's just what he sounds like. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's not going to be trying to sell us Slim Jims. No. He's not. He's not saying stuff like, "Yo, uh, Nanomon's gonna bring you the pain." He's just. He's just a. He's just a mean guy. <laughs> he's not a nice person. And he's got like massive sunglasses on, and he's terrifying. He has, he has the word lips. "future" tattooed on his skull. Yeah, but also like, it's the fact that yeah, he's just a head. There's no body attached, so why would he need like stuff like pants? But he is just kind of naked, except for gloves and 
like go-go boots. It's really fucking disturbing. It's the worst design. The shots from behind I mean, it... are even more bizarre because he's got to so have the gloves weird. and boots though. Because if he's punching and kicking things, like you got to protect your goods. No, that that makes sense. But like, so God. here's the here's the biggest problem with his design. I think because he doesn't have a torso to connect to the head. His legs end in, like on his chin. And are partially obscured by his facial hair. Which makes the facial hair look like something else. <laughs> Especially from behind. Yeah. What I mentioned before. Yeah. So Demi Devamon's like, okay, big guy. Can you, can you like, whip these into shape? And um, Nanimon goes, just watch. <laughs> Demi Devamon just says, I don't wanna. Just walks away. <laughs> I wish we had the same choice sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, there are two new Digimon in the distance that want to join in. Nanimon's like, can I help you? And, yeah, I'm going to have to put this as the picture because it's so bizarre. It's Agumon and Palmon. No, it's not. No, they well, we'll they get to that. Names. We'll get to that. Uh, Agumon is wearing a bandana around his neck with a fake blonde afro. Uh, and Palmon has turned her flower into dreadlocks. So uh, these could actually be new Digimon at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is more effort than they've put into, like, redesigned Digimon already. Yes. Palmon says, we're a couple of renegade soldiers looking for a battle to fight. Uh, they introduce themselves as Punk Agumon and Reggae Palmon. Okay, so Reggae Palmon, okay, I get it. She's yeah. got dreads or whatever. Yeah. Blonde Afro is not punk. I want to imagine (laughs) that something on the script got smudged and a P looked like an... Like an F looked like a P because funk Agumon makes more sense. I was thinking Disco Cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that works. But just like... Mostly I wanted to say Disco Cowboy. I'm not gonna lie, when they first said we need spies on the inside, I kind of hoped there would be a scene of a reformed Ogamon, and he's using a crate, one of his fucking crates, Metal Gear Solid style. Yes! Yeah, that would be good. Uh, so, Nanimon's like, yeah, sure, I'll train you. Then we cut to Myodismon in his library. I guess he has a library. He's an evil vampire, of course he's a library. Yeah, he's reading a book, and Demi Devimon comes in and yeah. says, "Hey, so, our soldiers are I ready. love I love this library because it's a huge room with shelves on the walls, absolutely nothing in the room but a tiny desk at one end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the perfect like extravagant library that only one person will ever use. Yeah, Demi Devimon comes in and says, "Oh yeah, the soldiers are ready," and then we hear a laugh, and a cat walks out of the shadows. It's the first time we get to see Gatomon. Hey! Yeah, uh, Myotismon asks Demi Devimon if the uh, soldiers are worthy of him, and Demi Devimon, Demi Devimon lies out of his teeth and says, "Oh yes." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top notch. He's a great troops. You you love him. So yeah, Gatomon just spends the whole time making fun of Demi Devimon soldiers, as he should. And Myotismon just tells her, "Oh, ignore him. Have you done what I asked?" 
And she goes, ah, yes. Did you get me some actual minions? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ah, yes. Per your instructions. And at this point, I just typed no with a billion O's in my notes because the cat puns have finally started. (laughs) But Tyler, you love cats. You are a cat. Yeah, but I don't like cat puns. I I have to assume that despite what media shows us, no cat likes cat puns. It's a little too on the nose for a cat. Right. I have to ass- so, I have to assume they do that to torment others. <laughs> she said she's found the most ferocious Digimon she could find. Uh, and there's three shadows on the wall. I couldn't recognize one of them. So one of them is very clearly Wizardmon in the middle. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a Miramon variant, whichever Miramon it turns out to be. A palette swap. No, it's, yeah, not, it's, even, it's like not even a palette Miramon swap. It's blue a, Miramon. Yeah, I was going to say, that's his evolution. Like, Yeah, that's fair enough. But I don't know what the one on the left is. It kind of looks like just a Davidramon. Yeah, but he already has like a billion of those. I know, that's what's confusing. This is the top-ranked Davidramon. This is like the Captain America of Davidramon. Yeah, my Odysmon says, Oh, thanks. I knew I could trust you, Gatomon. <laughs> like, why do you even have Demi Devamon? He's I think so he need... incompetent. Well, because you need I... cannon fodder. You need putties. I feel like I feel like my Odysmon and Devimon had a bet. My Odysmon lost and had to get custody of Demi Devimon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying they were in a couple at one point and like Demi Devimon is their child? Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Alright, I'm writing this fic as we speak. Go on. Okay, cool. Uh, suddenly, a Bakamon just flies through the wall. Oh, I love this Bakamon goes, so much. This is such a good Bakamon. Yeah. <laughs> this one just goes, ugh, what is it? I just love the concept that he uses Bakamon as messengers because they can fly through walls and that's just really handy. Yeah, so it makes what sense. I love, what I love is whoever's voicing this Bakamon didn't just... Dis- try to do any sort of a voice whatsoever. It's just some dude. Yeah. She's like, uh, we've we've prepared the room. It's it's ready for inspection. <laughs> yep. So why this one fiddles with a thing in his bookcase and it opens up the entire wall into a secret passage. Which is I mean, the only yeah, real it's... it's the only real reason he has this library. He's a yeah. Castlevania vampire. Of course he has a secret book are uh, you know, part of the bookcase that reveals a giant chamber. Yeah. Yeah, they, this was in a deleted scene, but if you punch the right parts of the wall, chicken falls out. <laughs> <laughs> so they start heading down these huge stairs in a massive cave, uh, and there's a giant door with some like gargoyle statues. They're secretly Digimon, but that doesn't happen yet. Well, they're not secret anymore. Thanks, Tyler. I mean, they weren't. They aren't really secret Spoiled anyways everything. because we've seen like living Davidramon. Yeah. Anyway, like, it's, these are clearly Davidramon. But, I mean, if every statue of a Digimon turns into a Digimon, does that mean at the uh, yes. Gekomon Palace, the Otamamon yes. on the roof, are just giant Otamamon? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, was, um, <laughs> Cockatreemon could just turn things into stone, so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so there's a little pedestal in front of the door. And my other one tells the Bakamon that according to the legend, the gate is a portal to the human world. I can't get over this, this like, normal time. dude voice coming out of creepy... Oh, he's great. ghost. <laughs> 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 he's just Bob the Bakamon. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. 
So we go back to Jenai and the kids, who are apparently now just outside the castle, and Jenai just happens to have a hologram thing there as well. How does the thing move? It doesn't. I just assumed he had them them buried everywhere. Yeah. 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 Remember he had to lure them to that cactus? That's true. That fucking cactus. He sent sent Moncast around to, uh, not us, (laughs) the cable company. To like lay, <laughs> to to yeah, set up portals everywhere. Like the the whole continent of server is like wired with fiber. Yeah, the dark network. Yeah, Comcast. <laughs> this is like the so, fifth yeah. Comcast joke we've made on this show. I mean, really they're is. they're the real digital monsters. So, oh. <laughs> God. Yeah. Jenai and the kids are outside the castle, and he says, yeah, according to my information, the gate to the other world is somewhere inside. Where are you getting this information, yeah, Jenai? like... Making it up. Yeah, he just happens to be right. <laughs> Jenai's the perfect example of the Peter Principle. Yeah. He just kept guessing stuff and, like, going, yeah, I guess this could happen, and then whoops, he's right, so that he just became this weird Digimon prophet. Hmm. It's... Okay. So, uh, Ty says, hmm, Agumon and Palmon have been gone for a long time. I hope they're looking for the gate. And we cut to Nanimon again, who's running a boot camp with all the Digimon. Did you just say Nanimon instead of Nanomon? It's Nanimon. Is it Nanimon? It's Nanimon. It is Nanimon. I I don't know if subtitles are mine, so I just, for me, everyone pronounced it like Nanomon. Because that makes it even weirder to me. I don't yeah, understand it's why they, they, they originally tried to get Robin Williams through the voice, and they're calling going to call him Nanumon. Uh, <laughs> Wait, why is it Nanimon? It just is. No, I... Okay, now I have to break out the fucking wiki. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm cracking... I'm breaking out. half an hour. That's, that's, that's ridiculous, actually. We are off our game. We haven't even mentioned Rio yet. Well, now we have. There we go. <laughs> I mean, so, I, I definitely heard somebody say Jesus Christ earlier, so we kind of did. Yeah, good point. Well, I mean, okay, so apparently Nanny, it's derived from the actual, like, Japanese word for, uh, for what? As in, like, questioning something. called. I mean, that's Nanny. that's the most accurate name yeah, so, for him, then. Okay, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That works uh, really well. I just, like, like, if, like, if we were naming him, like, in English, he would be Watmon, W-A-T-M-O-N. Like, imagine, like, they just what? stumbled across this from one of the character designers, and someone just went, what? It's like, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Um, so, all the Digimon that were in the boot camp with Nanimon are so tired, they just collapse into a pile. Agumon says camp. he this thinks he's got- summer camp. Yeah. Agumon says he thinks he's got blisters on his blisters. Which. Yeah, alright. The Sukumon? Gonna... I've had that before. The Sukumon there says, oh, we need to stop Nanimon. Uh, I used to be a soldier with him, and I know that he likes to drink soda. God, the But that the bubbles that. go right to his head and make him real kooky. <laughs> yeah, I've had that problem, too, on this very show. Yeah, we're about to sell that soda. soda. Just can't get enough of that soda, Joel. So, meanwhile, while they're talking about this, we need to talk about what's ha- what Nanimon is actually doing. I didn't notice. What is he doing? He is... He's getting... Ostensibly sitting, but I don't know how that's possible with his anatomy. 
yeah. there is a stool underneath him, and he's got his giant ham arms outstretched and two Vegemana rubbing them down. He's getting a rub down. And he's got that huh. same creepy smile on his face the entire time. He's making that sound. Right. How did you okay. miss that, Tyler? I probably didn't, but I did watch this episode like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so they they make a plan for one of the Numamon to go grab the soda. And what actually happens is that they know that it's in one of these buildings and the Numamon just straight up walks up the wall. Well, walk. He's a Numamon. He just like kind of slimes, slimes, up, the wall. slimes up the wall. Yeah. Numamon are disgusting. They're literal slugs. What the hell do you expect? Yeah, they're I gross. Mean, to be fair, I, I find slugs cute, but, you know, that's me. I mean, look, you don't object to drinking their slurm, so I don't know why you're complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the way the Numamon gets the bottles down to Nanimon. Because uh, he doesn't just grab a bunch of bottles and climb down. Plan. No, he grabs the bottles and he ties miniature parachutes to them. And throws them out the window so Nanimon can just grab them out of the air. He's really good at this, though, because they, like, hone in directly to Nanimon. Like, yeah, and this, like, that's this isn't arm. just, like, two or three bottles. There are, like, 50 bottles come flying out of this goddamn window. This is a fucking Hogan's Heroes moment. <laughs> like, you can imagine Hogan's Heroes in the camp doing, like... <laughs> like <laughs> bottles of actual alcohol to lure Sergeant Schultz away. Like, yeah. So yeah, so he floats down these bottles of clear orange soda. Apparently, mm-hmm. mm. Nannymon starts chugging them. Uh, turns bright red. Starts as I, dancing as I do when I have a Mountain Dew or two. As I do as well. And talking about how much he loves soda before falling over. Yeah, he does some, like, dancing, too. Oh, man, this dancing. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. And then (laughs) Palmon and Agumon run off while what appears to be a knockoff of the Sorcerer's Apprentice plays in the background for a few seconds. I did not catch that. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. Yeah, that was one of the things I caught. I was like, this is just the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I mean, I suppose as long as it's only a couple of seconds, they can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see Palmon sends a couple down, a couple there, a couple vines down, good god, over the wall to lift the kids up into the castle. Okay, so the subtitles, um, as they're running off, it's just, uh, her saying, bubble fizz won't last forever, and they underlined bubble fizz. Even the subtitlers (laughs) knew what was up here. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Jedi says, oh, uh, I can't follow you guys inside. Yeah, my signal doesn't work in there, so peace. Mm, yeah, okay, Jedi, whatever you say. Have fun storming the castle, children. Actual, literal children. Yeah, but it's like, I can't help you when you're in there. So, Jedi, I'm pretty sure that this episode is the only time you have ever said anything useful, and even then you forgot the most important part. I mean, he's not wrong. He can't help them in there. He just also can't help them anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Myotismon looking at a bunch of cards, and he goes, Once I figure out the secret of these cards, I'll be able to unlock the gate to the real world. And then I will be a duel master. 
<laughs> he's so fabulous. Why is he so fabulous? <laughs> but I was like, I seriously watched it. I was like, wait, did I accidentally put on an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We cut back to the kids in the castle who... Next episode is way more Yu-Gi-Oh, just FYI. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did we, like... Did they cut out a bit? Because the kids have just separated. Inexplicably. I wouldn't think they cut out a bit. I think they just got lazy. Yeah, I think they just realized they didn't... I can't say they didn't have time, because they probably always have time for this show. But they didn't <laughs> want to spend time showing more than they had to. Yeah. like yeah, it it just, It's, it's real weird that it cuts right from them going in to them just being split up already inside. But it takes more effort to animate something, realize they don't, they don't have enough time for it, and then cut it out rather than just going, eh, they'll get it. It's just weird. Is it? <laughs> yeah, well, without Jedi's help, they automatically just lose the way and split up. Yeah, because like Jedi yeah. specifically said to them that if you if you all don't stick together, you know the two worlds will be out of whack. Okay, let's go storm this castle. Whoops, we merely separated. Yeah. God, uh, Jedi like, really yeah, needs to, TK. Jedi really needs to master the Force Ghost ability because he just needs to be constantly like nagging Ty. I just imagine, like, Jedi watching on, like, his version of the viewing globe, which every time Ty oh, says, definitely. let's split up, and Jedi's like, no, you asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Matt and TK are upside down in Myodismon's fucking Escheresque castle. I love yeah, this so, castle. Like, 90% of this castle is just corridors to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... When we're talking about the DVD title said Myodismon's Magic Castle, we weren't kidding. This place is fucking weird. Because there's just corridors and staircases that all go into the same room because they're all upside down over the walls. You know, if you say that title (laughs) fast enough, it sounds like a very different story. Uh, There's a scene where Joe tries to bust open a (laughs) locked room. And nothing... No, no. I'm I'm just not acknowledging you. Uh... And he tries to bust open this lock, and it just doesn't work, and everyone He tries to off, bust open that lock by shaking it a little. Yeah! Like, yeah. Joe, no! <laughs> he's just <laughs> rocking it back and forth, and he's like, That's, why is that's as violent as Joe can get. I just imagine, like, if... <laughs> I just say a rogue in, like, a D&D party doing that. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, can you lockpick? Uh, I can pick, like, physically pick up a lock i don't know like, that's when you roll one on your skill check you just kind of like <laughs> look at it for a bit and just shake it you know not this isn't working nope done ty and izzy uh on like a walkway opposite sides of the same walkway so one's upside down to the other and they're like but you're upside down no you're upside down this bit goes on for like 10 seconds longer than it needed to also, yep. also, it doesn't quite work because, like, regardless of which one's upside down, like, it should be really obvious from their perspectives that that's not how anything works. Yeah. <laughs> they seem pretty okay with this for some reason. I, yeah. Somehow. Also, I wonder what the, is really cool. I wonder what the mechanics of flying in this weird, like, Mario Galaxy-esque gravity is. God. He's got Tentomon to fly yeah, over to see yeah, what Tentomon, happens. Yeah, Tentomon's flying right now. What would happen if he tried to fly over that wall? Like, from Izzy to Ty? Because at crushed. some point, gravity has to Yeah, flip. he just gets crushed. Just squashed bug. Yep. 
So we go back to Mayura this morning, who's telling Gardemon and Demi Devamon that, you know, I'm ready to go. And the kids are just, like, lost in the castle. I and figured out the rules of this card game. Who wants to duel? <laughs> yeah. You they activated my trap card, did you, Destin? Oh, man, my oldest one would do the best Kyber impersonation. I don't know, my oldest one's more like a Maximilian Pegasus, like... Yeah, he would do a really good Pegasus. Uh, They notice the silhouettes of Gathomon's army marching away, and they're like, ooh, yeah, let's go follow them. I mean, that's actually and... a smart plan. Yeah, surprisingly, although they all seem to have had it independently. Yeah. they're still split up. <sighs> Look, <laughs> they're still children, I... that's the thing to consider. My oldest one's in front of the gate, and he's giving okay, a big, no, like, a... inspiring okay, speech. Okay, the, the way they, f- actually, the way they figured this out is this Gomamon. He, uh, I just have to highlight this exchange. Gomamon's like, whoa, hold up, guys. Joe's like, what? Gomamon's like, I, someone's coming, I can hear him or whatever, and Joe asks, you sure? And Gomamon's just like, what, you doubt me? He's got the most <laughs> annoyed expression on his face. I mean, that's just a day in the life of Gomamon, just yeah. dealing with Joe. What a dick response, though. It's like, hey, guys, I hear something coming. Are you? Oh, are you sure? Like, yeah. No, I'm making it up. Why do you think I said something? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there's actually a couple, like, snarky bars between Joe and Gomamon this episode. Oh, there's on. so many. That's just their life. That's just how they live. It felt a bit snarky. Maybe it's just because it's been a month since I've watched Digimon, but still. <laughs> Yeah, my oldest one's giving an inspiring speech to all the Digimon in front of the gate, uh, and then he throws down his cards dramatically. He says he's and they land the perfectly, to this, and yet we don't know what they are. So, like, well, we do learn them, I guess. We right, do, but that's true. at this point, we don't, and it's it's kind of weird because it's like, okay, he has to solve this puzzle, and then, oh yeah, off camera, I solved it. Just take my word for yeah. it. Like, yeah, there's no stakes to that. The gate opens, and this time it's like an actual literal gate. It's not just like a blue wave. Garumon's army <laughs> goes through first. Well, yeah, they get preference because they're the actual like soldiers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird how like thick they're laying on the foreshadowing for all of these like things they're gonna fight in the next few episodes. Yeah, they actually like, seem to have they planned keep ahead. Drawing, yeah, they keep drawing a ton of attention to these silhouettes, especially wizard mons. Mm-hmm. Which, I forgot that he, like, they even did any foreshadowing. Because everyone talks about how much they like Wizardmon. Yeah. He was in the two episodes? Three episodes? Those are really good episodes. <laughs> well, again, like, <laughs> that we've, as we've done the show, we've realized how much we've forgotten about Digimon. Yeah. My oldest one goes to follow Gadomon's army through the gate. But, and this uh, is when, like, dream time kicks in. Because the, like... Physics and timing of everything that happens for the rest of this episode make no sense. Yeah, it's completely fucking bizarre. So the kids turn up. Uh, Myosmon orders Demi Devamon to fight them off with his army, which, again, mostly Numamon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Literally the, literally the entire army, like, the tallest member of this army is Nanemon, who's maybe, what, two feet at most? <laughs> yeah. So Agumon and Palmon Digivolve. Uh, and it's a real good thing this cave is, like, huge. So that they can actually digivolve. Yeah! And then Gomamon, Gabumon, and Tentomon also digivolve. Um, the Numamon and Sukumon, all that, just all run away. As, as you should, like, they know. They can't fucking And win. then 
Nanimon just pulls out a white flag and surrenders. Again, they make smart like, moves. At this point, Greymon alone from? could have defeated him with his foot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Demi Devamon starts screaming about how useless those Digimon were and how outnumbered he is. Um, why is there a crap on his head? Yeah, that comes out of nowhere. That when did that happen? Oh, no, no, nope, wait, nope, I just saw how it happened. How does it happen? It comes out of Nanimon as he's running away and lands on Demi Devimon's what? face. What? Her head. Man. Really? <laughs> That's awful. So. This fucking show. <laughs> at this point, Gatomon comes back through the portal? Wasn't aware you could do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and proceeds to completely and utterly trounce all of the Digimon, which is a level of strength she never shows again. Well, yeah, this is her debut episode. Yeah, she's That's like how the it Green Ranger. Works. Yeah, it's like you know the Six Ranger of any Power Ranger show, where basically they show up are super powerful, but then really you know they realize we kind of need to balance them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They uh, the thing is they continue to keep nerfing Gatomon, like. Yeah, she gets even worse. Well, yeah, because they realize, wait, she's also tiny, and that doesn't make sense. But, hmm. But, like, I mean, all she's of season two, she's, like, useless. Size. I know, but the problem is, like, they probably don't care about that. They probably care more. It's Digimon. Like, the bigger you are, the stronger you are. I will say, I will give Tri credit for this. Like, they seem to somehow remember, oh, yeah, she's supposed to be able to hold her own. Because she actually does she some does. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, the kids' plan here seems to be have our Digimon hold off their Digimon and just run through the gate. Which isn't... Do they not realize that they're not going to be able to stop, like, the super powerful vampire man without their Digimon? No, because they're being led by Ty. That's a good point. (laughs) Okay, so we should probably probably mention that the enemy Digimon at this point are, um, were, were statues until a minute ago. Yeah, when Galdemon yeah. came out of the gate and the kids ran to attack her, she just went like, "Yeah, her her tail yeah, her tail out. ring thing glowed, and then they just came to life." Yeah, this, the like, statues of the Devidramon just turned into actual. Apparently, Digimon. that's also something she can do, and would have been really useful when they got to Japan. There's a mm. lot of statues in Japan. <laughs> yeah, but of people. So, I mean, I bet they'd still fight for Galdemon. Yeah. I mean, they're basically golems. Yeah. And the Devidramon, though, have, like, apparently crazy hypnosis powers? Oh, we should have added Molly onto this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, they just freeze the Digimon? It's weird. Yeah, it's, 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 it's hypnosis in the just dazing them sense, not in the, like, actual mind control sense. Yeah. I'm sure you're very disappointed uh, by this, Joel. Eh. <laughs> uh, so Padamon is off on his own trying to stop Demi Devamon. Which, you know, that's fair enough. Padamon can take Demi Devamon. They had to get something for Padamon to do because they didn't want him to digivolve again yet. Yet. Christ. Yet. And then once he turns back He's into Andromon, he just turns up all the fucking time. They just don't know what the fuck to do with that pacing. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I mean, the first time, the stakes were so high, like... That's true. 
Yeah. Like, the last time he did it, he basically had killed himself in the process. So, like, I'd probably wait a while before trying it again, too. I know, but still, like, this is the point where, hey, evil vampire is about to bring Castlevania to Japan. Maybe we should bring up the angel. Uh, Aku- Akumaju Dracula, I believe. <laughs> Stop, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> so at this point, Greymon digivolves to Metal Greymon, because nobody else is allowed to digivolve to Ultimate more than once. Yeah, this is true. You can't, it's, it's this- about escalation. This is what, like the third, fourth time Metal Greymon has turned I mean, up, at and this no point one else is showing off. Really? Yeah. Yes, but it's super unimpressive because he doesn't yeah. actually do anything. He digivolves. They start playing Hey Digimon. He shoots rockets at the Devidramon and immediately turns back into Karamon. Mm. Like the digivolve sequence where he calls out his name twice. I yeah. Want to point that out? Uh, is probably longer than he spends actually digivolved. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's so short. So, Gatomon just, like, propped the gate open with, like, a rock or something, right? Because it's just kind of been sitting almost closed for a while now. I'm pretty sure that it, like, opened and closed more than just, you know, slowly shutting, because it's so inconsistent with how open this gate is. It's one of those things where, like, especially in animation where you have to be consistent with drawing something... And, like, those moments where... It's so not. Yeah, like, with <laughs> those moments where you have to, like, consider, yeah, this thing is, like, actually on a time limit, it is closing, but we also want to make scenes dramatic, and also making sure we draw things sequentially can be quite difficult. So... Also, they're, like, also they're like 50 feet away from it, so... Yeah. Yeah, except for Padamon, who's right next to it. Also, Ty at one point goes, like, you know, it's closing, get ready to jump! And then the gate when it does finally close he just runs fucking into it head first <laughs> yes so like, also okay also they keep cutting from the gate closing to the kids running and it's basically that scene from kung pao <laughs> yeah chosen one i'm coming like they keep cutting <laughs> back and they're still the exact same distance away yeah yeah except it's also like you know that Monty Python and the Holy Grail bit where, like, the army's just constantly yeah. charging. Yeah, and then like, all of a sudden he's right in front of him. yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ty just... First, Padamon's trying to stop Demi Devamon and Gardamon from going through, but Gardamon just fucking knocks him out of the way. Yeah, Gardamon's just standing there, what, like, just watching us, just going, okay, I'm bored, and then just fucking backhands Padamon So, Padamon do you think away. in the future, like, Padamon ever brings that up? Just like, hey, so, you know when we first met... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Ty just runs headfirst into the closed gate. Thank God he had those goggles on. <laughs> and he's they were I mean, they weren't covering upset. anything he needs to protect. True. <laughs> At least like, this time Ty being upset about something actually makes sense, because this was a legitimate way home for everyone. Yeah, and also, like, again, also, also an evil, evil <laughs> vampire man and all of his lackeys did go through, and he didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the ending of this episode is literally just Ty banging on the closed gate, crying. Actually not a bad cliffhanger, all things considered. It's a bummer of an ending. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, I, I so... distinctly remember this whole, like, section. Like, yeah. I remember, I, I remember having to miss a couple episodes for, like, 
I don't know, probably some school event or something, and having to tape them because there was no way I was missing one. <laughs> yeah. I may have faked so being sick to actually stay home and make sure nice. I wait watch these episodes. Nice. nice. I bet you I bet you I actually still have the tape I taped some of this on. Oh yes. Oh nice. I wanna see like decades old like <laughs> commercial VHS Digimon. Well, I remember a couple months back, I found the, a YouTube video of the Fox Kids, like, they did a marathon of season one and season two, mm-hmm. and in between every couple episodes, they would have, they would do one of each season, and they'd have, like, a interim thing where they were like, so this is how many points each season scored oh, based God, on the I scale. God, I remember that! <laughs> And then at the end, it was like, so we have to decide which season is the better one. And it was, like, narrated by Kari and... Right, yeah. I, I distinctly remember that happening. It was so fucking weird. They had it set up like a... I think the guy they had on there was, like, a ESPN football announcer. <laughs> who was probably, doing it. Who was probably cursing his fucking contract doing that. Yeah, yeah and it was like, we'll, we'll cross over to uh, Live in the Field Curry, and it was just cut over to, like, shots from the show clipped together with, like, her voice actor. God. I don't recall oh, that whatsoever, but miserable. It, it was... I think I know what you're on about. Yeah. It's called the Digibowl. Yes. Oh, okay, now I remember. <laughs> it was weird. So, what questions have you gotten us into this time? Sadly, Jules? not a lot. I'm really kind of disappointed. I maybe people are uh, busy. Maybe I, I mean, people probably yeah, people probably weren't expecting anything because it's been a while. I know, but yeah. like disappointed people. We did get some, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just pretty vampires don't seem to have the same draw as their wolfmen. I don't know what I'm, it is. I'm legitimately shocked. <sighs> we'll just have to fill Vampires can be daddy questions. too. Come on, people. Yes, yes, yes. Very much You've so. Seen my oldest mon. Good lord. Tyler, are you really more about yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a joke. Okay, sure. A sure, joke. Just uh-huh. keep telling yourself that. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one. what we all say on our podcast and the. Horrible dark secrets. No, you don't. Yeah, no, we we really don't. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. <laughs> right. So, what have you got for us? All right. Um, I did ask. Uh, specifically, tell us how you feel about pretty vampires and taking a magic carpet ride with them. Um, I only got one uh response, which was from a fan of the network, Mal, and friend of the friend of the network as well. Just simply saying, I would go to there. Which, fair enough. Like. I mean, he is a vampire. He literally kills people and drinks their blood. Yeah, but you have a... But you do get a magic carpet ride out yeah, of it. Yeah, probably a great time. Is it a carpet ride or a carriage ride? Because he does have a magic carriage. He does have a magic carriage, but... Carpet ride has that nice double entendre. <laughs> well, I, know, I think ride has a nice double entendre to it, not the, not the carpet. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You put it together. You can, you can, Joel, you can have sex in a carriage. Look. <laughs> I'm not thinking of that kind of carpet. I know you... I, I'm just saying. I, there's so many ways I can interpret carpet. To me, specifically. Like... 
Anyway, moving on. From uh, weird vampire sex. Is it really that weird? Like, honestly, out of all the things we've talked I mean, about yeah, at this point, vampire sex is about as vanilla as we get. Maybe that's why people just aren't clicking with it. Nah, it's too mundane. Because <laughs> it's not extreme enough? Yeah. You know our audience. You know the people I'm friends with. You know me. Yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, at Waffleman underscore, uh, asked, if given the chance, would you wear goggles as part of your daily outfit? I mean, Ooh, if it meant... that's a good question. <laughs> if it meant I could get, like, a cool Digimon partner, yeah. That's a big jump in logic, Tyler. Like, I know it's Digimon related, Also, but... it's a crapshoot on the cool part. Yeah. I mean, look, from all of the goggled, like, Digidestin we've seen, who are the main characters ostensibly, the Digimon are definitely better than them when they're at their worst. <laughs> yeah, but that says more about them than the Digimon. I guess, but, like, there's nothing wrong with Vmon. I will still defend Vmon to my goddamn grave. It's just, why does he want to be friends with Davis? Why does anyone want to be friends Because he's contractually obligated to. Yeah, because the <laughs> prophecy told him to. If he breaks the prophecy, he might end the world. So it's like, well, crap. I would actually love a, like, series from that perspective of, like, the person who doesn't actually want to be this, like, protagonist partner and just has to deal with it <laughs> or else they face these horrible consequences for all of, like, the rest of the universe. I mean... That's kind of what Atmon seems to be doing so Seriously? far. Seriously? Well, it's like the main character is kind of a wuss. Okay, I mean, yeah. He keeps, he keeps going on about how he's not a protagonist, he's a side character. Oh, that's actually like, been- he says that like five times, it's real weird. Same. And Same, buddy. Same, yeah. That's relatable. <laughs> and Gatchamon is like... Gatchamon is super disappointed when he's like, no, I don't want to go out and fight monsters. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, that's actually kind of a more common thing than people actually expect it to be in uh, shonen anime and manga and such. Especially uh, these days more, I think. I think there's more of like a trend of protagonists who start off like incredibly doubting themselves. Right, the, the reluctant hero, mm. sure. Yes, like even more so than you'd expect. Like To the point where they are just you know, they have that self-awareness of, I'm just a kid, what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, I would yeah, say, I just, with goggles... The parts of the show are so weird so far. Like, he gets his, um... It's not a digivice, but basically the equivalent. He just walks up and there's a vending machine, and he's like, oh, it's a vending machine, and then it just pops out the bottom. He's like, oh, hey, I have this now. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's how I'm I usually I'm not kidding, that soda. actually happens. That's like Sailor Moon level of, oh, you get the magic pen from the fucking arcade. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't turn down that, though. If something just popped out of a vending <laughs> machine and, like, I didn't have to pay for it, I'd be like, I mean, if no one's going to take it. I've eaten some really shitty snacks just because they happen to be free from the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> so is that all our questions? No, no, uh, well, I, we, you didn't give the rest of us the chance to fucking answer, Tyler. Thanks. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, way, way to tie this up. Tyler's really easy, eager to be done with this. What's up with that? Jeez. Uh, we are running, like, real short. This is only an hour. Yeah, that's so I'm trying to railroad us through bit. this whole thing. Jesus Christ, anyway. We started talking about the episode after ten minutes. Guys, 
I'm out of practice, okay? You're out of practice, therefore you actually like are being more of a professional podcaster. I'm somewhat good at this now. It's weird. I don't like it. (laughs) Anyway, goggles. Yes, I would actually consider wearing goggles as part of my daily outfit. However, I wear glasses all the time, so that would be annoying. The prescription sports goggles. Yeah, I would say, Yeah, but then she'd have to wear them on her face instead of on her head. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing, like... If you said contacts, that would make more sense. But I don't like putting things on my eyes. I will say I have personally considered if it didn't take so much time putting on. Because, like, uh, I do boxing class and I wear, like, a uh, boxing wrap around my hands. I've actually considered just wearing that out in the open as part of my <laughs> outfit. But, like... Just as an accessory, sure. Yeah, because I'm, I'm ridiculously anime. Dangerously anime, as, as I've been yeah, called just, online. Yeah, just embrace it, really. But then it takes so long. It takes like five minutes to put on. Like, no, no, rather not. Yeah, if you're not willing to commit to that, you don't deserve the hand wraps. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so how about you two? Goggles, yay, nay. I mean, I I don't think I would choose to. I, if somebody said, hey, wear these goggles, I wouldn't probably object. But I'm not going to go out and get some as a cool accessory. I guess. I don't know. I, I get the appeal of the goggles. I mean, the I, I, don't, I wouldn't mind it. It's just, if I wore goggles, people would always ask me about the goggles. And the last thing I want to do is invite people to engage me in conversation about things I'm wearing. And God help you if the <laughs> goggles do nothing. Well, the goggles never do anything. Have you not seen Tamers? I'm also... Where they go into the desert and there's a sandstorm and he doesn't put on his fucking goggles I'm and also... he's just holding his hand I'm over his I'm eyes. I'm also making a Simpsons reference, Tyler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I'm aware. You think you could make a Simpsons reference and I wouldn't be aware? Yeah, that's why I was a little shocked. Like, he, he caught that, right? <laughs> I have, like, at least fucking 15 years of that show just yes. downloaded into my brain. So do I. That's about six years too many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, like, you actually went a bit too far with that, I think. Now, some of like, even though most of the later seasons are shit, there's they've got like one or two good episodes each. Yeah, but that's not the same amount of ratio of goodness. That's, yeah, that that's not a that's not a winning that's not a winning ratio. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. What about you, Stevie? Are you pro or anti goggles? Uh, I'd say anti goggles. Oh. I, I would have wear them myself. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. So, uh, we yeah. did get a couple more Wait, wait. Okay, qu- clarifying question I should have asked earlier. Are these just goggles, or are they, like, fancy, like, Google goggles? Okay, look. Are they the goggles from Try? Because if the goggles, if the goggles will actually let me, like, project data or something, I will absolutely sign up for those goggles. Uh, it depends on what sort of, like, Digimon hero you are, I suppose. Like that would fit you, Joel, definitely. Cool, cool. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm pro goggle then. See, I, I'm into the I, like just the aesthetic appeal of goggles. Yeah, no, I want people <laughs> to not be able to see my eyes because of the glow coming from these things. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, that's something they should have done with Atmon was because Gatchamon's whole thing is that he is literally the search engine on your phone. Right, so should have um, leaned really hard into the AR side of things. Yeah, well, he can, like, look at people and just Google them. 
Oh, so it's just know everything about them. Yeah, kind of. Like, he can look at someone (laughs) and know exactly anything he needs to know about them. Yeah, except the protagonist of this actually has an iconic piece of headwear. I was about to say, yeah, like, an iconic goggles instead of an iconic hat. (laughs) Okay, I think that might have actually been the only, like, proper question we got. The only other thing I got was from... I I love her. I love my girlfriend. But again, she's still a menace (sighs) in the email... In the question slash comment section of our podcast. I mean, that's true love, isn't it, though? Like, humiliating your loved ones on, like, a live broadcast. Oh, no, totally, yeah. I, I've, I'm getting it from both ends all the time these days, the fact that I've got two partners. Wow, now, now you're just now you're just being way too candid. <laughs> oh, fuck it, God. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. <laughs> anyway, there was a question. She, she, well, she didn't tell me a question. She had a comment where she was saying... Yo, she said, pretty vampires? Eh, I'm more of a Team Jacob girl anyway. Which, of course, you had to bring up goddamn Twilight. I was hoping we'd avoid Twilight! Well, I mean, we've now had wolfmen and vampires. This, this is true. Kind of it inevitable. Was, yeah, it was inevitable. It's more the fact that she likes personally rubbing in Twilight in my face because I read the first three books to impress a girl. Oof. Nice. And I saw the second movie twice for the same girl. Oh, boy. Man. Now, I will say, I have seen all of those movies, but it was a Rift version. See, like, the first, the, here's, the thing, here's the funny thing. The first Twilight movie is so awful, it's hilarious, it comes across as just a bad sci-fi movie, which is great. Like a sci-fi sure, movie. Sure, yeah, right, right, yeah, exactly, like, an original for TV movie. Yeah, there's more yeah. chemistry between Bella, the main girl, and her father in that movie than her and Edward. Yeah, I noticed boy. that, it's a little creepy. Yeah, like, it's really weird. I'm so glad I'm not the only Granted, one who noticed it. Chemistry, chemistry between her and the character that's apparently hundreds of years old is creepy in a different way, but... Yeah. But then, like, the second movie is so boring. It's so boring. Yeah, that's... that's and you a... saw it twice. Yeah, in theaters. Not on DVD, I mean, in theaters. I mean, I'll say this. I saw X-Men 3 in theaters twice, and I didn't even do that to impress anyone. Wow. I was just super bored. Oh, wow, Joel. I mean, I saw the... I went and third. saw Spy Kids 4 once. Oof. I like, saw the I, third that was a mistake. movie in theaters, and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was for someone's birthday yeah. as well, and I I, I don't... Aww, I'm not going to apologize for that. It was the third Mummy movie. It was yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad birthday. Yeah. There was a trend amongst me and my friends where we were just, like, picking bad movies by accident birthdays by accident we were doing that on purpose that's why i saw spy kids 4 yeah i i mean for example my best friend two years in a row picked the matrix reloaded and attack of the clones thinking they'd both be amazing yeah i mean like in the matrix reloaded's case at least there wasn't any reason yeah there was no well and there was no reason going into it to not expect it to be yeah, Good. but then Attack of the Clones, we all thought that. Was great. Yeah, that we, one was that we were one. Kids, we were children. We had no idea about the world around us. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, I, I, I I've I, run out of ideas. I have called out Molly publicly on Twitter, our friend, and uh, noted uh, mind control uh, enthusiast. About the fact that we should have brought it on this episode <laughs> before just one single scene. <laughs> this thing, mind control enthusiast. 
I'm putting it nicely. <laughs> um, Stevie, how have you? I felt like you've been a witness to this for the like you've been sent to like see what our show's like to report back to your show. Yeah, that's the appropriate reaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you know what it's like, and this is half our running time, usually. Yeah, no, we're not uh, on our half? game at wow. all. Maybe even a third, honestly, including off-air talk. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, you're actually much more coherent than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I, I mean, to be we're fair, I feel the same way. Yeah, actually, this is, like, way more, like, on the on topic and, like, cohesive than our usual episodes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry we disappointed you in that respect. <laughs> you were too competent. It's not, not fair. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like going into a bad movie and coming out just going, that was mildly adequate. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, the most important question we have to ask is you, Stevie. Uh, what do you think? Of our Lord and Savior Ryo Akiyama. <laughs> this is very important. Okay. Nothing? I need to think about this carefully. It's very important. Mm, yeah. You are in the heart of the Ryo cult. <laughs> what is it with us and starting think... cults on podcasts? I don't know. This is really easy. We've got a cult-like personality among us, like, between every individual, <laughs> let's be honest here. Okay. I couldn't care less about Rio. <gasps> Ooh. So what are you going to do when you get to, like, halfway through Tamers and Rio turns up and he just saves everyone all the time forever? He turns up out of nowhere! Oh, I'll cope fine. <laughs> I have to deal with Ash for every series of Pokemon. Oh, so okay, just fine yeah. That's true, yeah. You've I got think a, you'll do fine. You've got a different cross to bear. So here's, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's what I'll say. Every religion needs its detractor, its its doubter, its Judas, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, okay. <laughs> so we, to I mean, my I mean, Christian this, girlfriend, we, I apologize gonna... in advance for what Joel's about to say. I mean, if we're going to have somebody betray Rio. I'm glad it's our rival. <laughs> <laughs> what is this show? What are we doing? I have no idea. Okay, see, Stevie, this is what our podcast is normally like, this little bit. For two hours. <laughs> yeah, straight. <laughs> right. So unless someone else has any idea of what else we have to talk about, I think it's time we moved on to plugging our stuff. Uh, Weirdly. Yeah, Okay, also sharing too much. I mean, do we want to talk more about your rugged if, cowboy thing? If you want to do that, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we we could talk. We could talk about some. Uh, we can talk about some dudes. I mean, yeah, I did like sort of bombard the Slack channel with like McCree and Hanzo fan art, which was hilarious for Tyler to come fan to. art is putting it lightly. I came into hey, that those Slack were, channel. Those artists were and fans. it was filled with pornography. Yeah, yeah. I was at work while this was happening. By the way, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> no one stopped me. No one said no. I was encouraged. I mean, this is the yeah, problem. You, you yeah. are all enablers to me. Yeah, we're a network of enablers. Yeah, that's true. We all enable each other. 
Yeah. So we should actually like right. plug our network and stuff. And yeah, talk, let's move I'm on the sure. plug. Stevie, you can plug your stuff first. Yeah, guess, you guess are, go I guess. first. Oh, okay. And I wonder if I can remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always um, the thing, isn't it? <laughs> okay, I'm on the Moncast. We talk about Pokemon and Digimon. And we're on like everything. There's Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, With the Will. We have email. And also I've set up a Patreon for myself if you want to go look at that. And that, I think that's pretty much everything. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I have to check that I have to check out the There's Patreon. A massive list of things. No. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Well, that's so how much how much do we have to donate to, to the Patreon to get you to have a regular segment about Wolfman? Yeah. I <laughs> Uh, might need to see an accountant about this. If you want to Skype with me about Wolfman every month, that no, no, we want your podcast to have a, yeah. a regular, at least fifteen minute segment entirely about Wolfman. Okay, at least fifteen minutes was that? Yes, mm-hmm. which is impressive because your show only goes mm. for like forty minutes. Yeah, so we're taking up a good chunk of that show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, how about I'll add a milestone, like. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets up to I don't know ten thousand dollars a month, then I'll try and add a fourth member. Right, we'll get on okay, that. Okay, we've got that. We've got that on mic. That's that's a verbal commitment. So we set yep. up like a donation for audio HP. So is that what we're going to be funneling that money towards? <laughs> that's where all yes. the audio entry money's going. I'm just going to update that page right now to say Wolfman Fund. <laughs> yeah, this is the Wolfman Slush Fund. So oh that, boy, I feel that's... like that's going into a new direction again. Oh God. yes, I meant I meant that one. Well, we have let's, a, let's plug our mm, stuff. Yeah, because our stuff is uh, at audioentropy.com, which is our awesome podcast network. Yeah, you with... can find the aforementioned donation uh, link there if, for some god knows why reason, you want to like give us money for this shit. What would be wrong with you? To do that. I, I've bought, like, probably nearly 50 gun pockets. I can't judge anyone for how they spend their money. Good point. <laughs> now it's going towards Wolfman. Yeah, that's only, so. like, a more worthwhile yeah. cause. Wolfman are forever. Gunpla, who knows how long it'll last. Yeah, Gunpla, <laughs> that's a passing fad. Yeah, for, like, There's 20 years. <laughs> whole bunch of shows hey, on Wolfman there. Wolfman have been a watch. fad for hundreds of oh, years. Scott. Come on now. This is fair enough. Trying to plug out stuff here, guys. Stop <laughs> talking about Wolfman. <laughs> There's lots of shows you can watch there, like, uh, let me tell what? you about Homestuck. Wait, Home wait, Stuck. wait, you can watch our stuff now? Yeah. I did not there's realize like that was There's, like, a single picture that doesn't move clothes. while there's audio. <laughs> you watch this one picture for each episode, it doesn't move while the audio plays. Although, I, I will say this, um, we've been discussing potentially having some video content in the near future, so oh, stay tuned for that. Yeah. So you can find all sorts of shows, like, let me tell you about Homestuck. Uh, let me tell you about Evangelion. God, that's um, real fun to watch. I, I, I did it myself. Shit. Well, you do. You do get to watch that one. I, that's true. So. That is that is Evangelion. That's very true. Uh, HM ninety six, which is about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the anime. No, no it's about no, literally like the about actual... the Pokemon themselves. Yeah, yeah, yes. like evolutionary trees and discussing like p- people's own like interests and fascinations with them. Yeah, it's real good. There's uh, Teenagers with Attitude, which is about Power Rangers. Our flagship not really, show. Not really worth listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Joel is on that one. We have uh, Totally Reprise, which is ostensibly about Totally Spies, but in actual fact, not really. It's more about exploring 
again, interests and fascinations, but of a different sort. Hmm. I mean, that's kind of what Totally Reprise, or Totally Spies is about, too. That's true. It's good. Yeah. We've got War and Beast, which is about Beast Wars. we got Let's Place, which is a very haphazard show in which hey, every video science... game ever is attempt to be ranked scientifically. Yeah, science is never haphazard. Come on now. Also, Five video games at a time. Haphazard is the like most polite way to describe Let's Place. Uh, and we a have a bunch of shows that are coming out soon. Would describe it. Yeah, we've got a lot we of have a bunch of shows coming out soon. I don't know which ones are ready to like. Well, um, well go Jules, ahead. Jules' project should be out by the time this drops. Oh yeah, yeah. your project is. It, it's imminent. Within the next soon. twenty-four hours, uh, we'll be launching Transmission, which is, as I've described to people, um, an an amateur anecdotal advice podcast from myself, uh, Molly, and Ashley, who are the hosts of Totally Reprise. And it's just about what it's been like for all three of us being transgender in our 20s. So what you're saying is none of you are experts, and your advice should God, never be no, followed? God, no, we are not experts whatsoever. <laughs> we have already made, like, made it clear on that show. No, we can give advice, take it with a grain of salt, and just remember we have no qualifications in this aside from our own lived-in experiences. Yeah, there are a bunch of other shows that... We'll There's also um, Going Pear Shaped with uh, Mike and Matt from Teenage Latitude, which yeah, is more um, just a general chat show. It's Yeah, if you like either of those guys, and you really should because they're awesome, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and you just want to hear them chatting about stuff, it, that's that's where you can get your fix for that. And, and for those who have like doubted that Matt is like putting on an act, listen to Going Pear Shaped. He doesn't go like full on, but like that that's just Matt, and we love him for it. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, no, I don't know if there are any other, like, there's other shows in the pipeline, but I don't know if they're ready to be talked about yet, yeah, and I don't know enough about them to talk about them, yeah, so. Better, better safe than sorry, but we do have stuff that's upcoming, uh, again, we are actually branching and out. And not from, rewatches. Yeah, that we're branching out from that, and the video content I'm really excited for, if we do get that off the ground effectively. Are we going to have to record our Civ game? When we play Civ, is that going to be our? I mean, I would hope so. First... Like, I do want. Oh God! A Civ game between all of us—that'd be amazing if we can get that to work. Yeah, I, I, we yeah. should probably test out some streaming stuff before we jump into something like that, because that's something that yeah. we want to make sure actually happens. Yeah, I'd hate, exactly. to, I'd hate to spend half of that troubleshooting trying to figure <laughs> out how to get stuff to work right. I don't know. That that would fit out. I mean, did you ever play multiplayer Civ Five? It's oh, terrible. No, because you can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> like, it lasts for at best an hour if you're really lucky, and then it craps out. Mm. So with that, I think we should draw speaking this of, yeah, speaking of exceedingly out. short episode to a close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously, the only way we can resolve this episode is by Stevie and I meeting each other in gladiatorial combat. I mean, you have LARP experience. <laughs> I think oh, you I... kind of have an upper hand here. I thought we were gonna mirror the episode. Monk. I thought we were gonna mirror the episode and just like cut. No, uh, no outro. No, no anything. Just like end, end of sentence. Because we don't have an show. outro. This is still an outro. Like because we are terrible. This is still, it's still going. This, is, yeah. you know, this whole show was basically the outro. Yeah. So the outro is, uh, "Hi, I have been Tyler. I've been Jules. I continue to be Joel. And I guess I've been Stevie. Maybe." <laughs> Everyone's so unsure about themselves. Well, in Stevie's case, it's super late. I, I'd probably be doubting myself at this point, too. 
Grab your weapon of choice and I'll meet you at the dueling ground. Woo! You're on the other side of the planet. It's a bit of a long way to go just to walk your ass. Bloodthirst knows no distance. Ooh. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Everyone next week. Bye. Bye. You done what I've asked of you? Yes! Per your instructions, I searched everywhere and found the most ferocious Digimon I could find. You'll be very pleased. I knew I could trust you, Gatoman. I look forward to meeting them. Thanks. What is it? We prepare the room and it's ready for your inspection. Fine, the two of you are dismissed. Right.